doubt takes over I remember it's true I left everything to follow you To stay safe or to follow You asked me to choose Hey everybody, welcome to the Voice of My Beloved podcast. I'm here with Aaron Hood. Yeah, glad to be with you, Aaron. We're going to be talking about, uh, with this song, Michael Card singing, I always love this song. This is what the disciples were asked, right? Just to leave everything. Follow Yeshua. And this is a song basically in response. Mm. I left everything to follow you. Yeah. And, you know, Peter could say that. He left everything. Yeah. I mean, he had a a family. He had, uh, you know, and, and I try to wrap my mind around, what does that even look like? You know, just to leave everything. We know that. I believe he loved his family, yeah. But he was willing to make sacrifices mm. for the call, yeah. And so, yeah, wow. I think it's just so important to, to know that the call is is that important. Yes, like it's that strong. You know, we don't we don't want to take away from the value of family. You know, we don't want to take away from the value of um of being a uh, a, a good worker. You know, or, or being faithful in your job and and providing for your family and and all of those things yeah. um, are good and holy. You know, that right. God asks us to do those things, but sometimes we have to check ourselves. Um, because the question still remains, would we? That's the big question. That's the big question. You know, it's not that he's asking us to, um, uh, but it's, he's saying, would you, you know? And yeah. I think that's the real, the crux of the heart. He's trying to get to our hearts yes. to know, you know, would you leave all? Yes. You know, would you leave all to follow me? Amen. So yet yeah, before we get too far into the message, I just want to mention Harp and Farm coming up April 1st. So any students we've been getting applications in, we're getting ready for a great year this year. Yeah, focusing on worship and agriculture, mm-hmm. regenerative farming. So if that's something that interests you, then send us uh, send us your application in, or we we'll, we can send you an application. You can fill it out and send it in to us. Yep. So we're getting excited about that. Yeah, and so uh, eighteen to thirty. Yeah, eighteen to thirty year olds. Another little thing just to to throw out there. This year we're going to be doing a weekend family weekend instead right. of family week over uh, around Passover time. Uh, we're thinking that it'll probably yes. be the week before, weekend before. Un- we haven't unknown, nailed down the yeah. dates, but, but it's going to be a weekend and not a full week this year. Right, but uh, it'll be a long weekend. We're thinking four yeah, days. Yeah, four or five days, something like that. Yeah. So just to throw that out there for people that are thinking about coming out for that, mm-hmm. that's going to that's gonna be happening. But um, And if yeah. you've not been able to come out before because it, you know it's such a, a long event or you feel like that's more doable for you, uh, check it out. Yeah, we're really excited about that. Yes. Amen. Well, Aaron... Take us away. What does it mean to follow with everything we have? <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, you know, our men's prayer and fasting event was um, very sweet. I mean, just a, yes. a, a real great time of uh, worship in the Lord. Some people um, left. Uh, I had a few people say, use the the life-changing uh, yes. description. And, and that's, that's so our heart. That's really mm-hmm. what we want to see is um, us facilitating um, a life change. You know, God changing people's lives. Um, by just making uh, this place available um, for men to come and pray. I mean, think about it. You could pray and fast anywhere. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, right. it's the Lord says he's very near to us, you know, and that's all the thing he asks. He says that if we approach him, you know, just uh, approach him with reverence and, and godly fear uh, and in um, our fasting and our prayers. But it was uh, amazing. We started out a little slow. We've had some sickness here and some people that were planning on coming uh, didn't and then some that uh a couple hours before we had one guy from Texas, uh, 12 hours before he needed to leave, be like, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> so he uh, drove 12 hours uh, with his son and a fellow brother to get up here to be a part of all of this. And it was uh, such a blessing to have him. And uh, we have guys uh, from Tennessee, um, 
and uh, yeah. But uh, so we were the fasting was good. We had about twenty, I think, um, by the end of it. Yeah, as far as people that came in and out, close to maybe twenty five. But yeah, um, but yeah, people were in and out a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, super powerful. I just I th- what always comes to my mind is the passage that talks about the kingdom of heaven suffers violence yes. and the violent take it by force. <laughs> Anytime a group of guys gets together to pray and fast and really seek God together, mm-hmm. I just I just sense a like the devil hates this. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> he just hates this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you know there it was real sweet because people did come because they had they had questions or that you know they needed direction you know there was things yeah. that or were in their lives i think but by the middle of the fast they were just like lord just whatever you want to show us you know whatever right. you want us to hear uh whatever yeah. you want us to do uh could we can we hear from you and i think he really he really uh, spoke yes and to us and the theme being purity too i just right. i really love that pressing in with a group of guys and purity and we, and we had different people sharing but from different angles mm. of you know what does it mean to live a pure life to seek, you know, not only sexual purity, mm-hmm. but emotional, um, you know, there's a lot of different things we want to seek purity. Mm, spiritual and, uh, purity, Yeah, right. spiritual purity, uh, all these different aspects of our walk, uh, you know, purity of speech. Yeah. And there's a lot of different angles we can come at purity uh, from, but yeah, it was it was rich. Yes. And uh, I, was, I was very grateful. Yeah, I, for, for myself, just personally, I just came, um, came through it feeling super empowered. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I really felt like yeah. the Lord... Um, through the the teachings and the sharings of some um, phenomenal brothers in the Lord that were here um, and others' testimonies, I was just empowered. I felt empowered, equipped, you know, by uh, the word that that the Lord was showing me. You know, these this is the next season, and, and I, I approve. You know, the Lord. I really felt like the Lord was saying, "I approve of you. Like mm. I, you, um, you bring me much joy, mm. and, and and but this is the next thing. You know, <laughs> you bring me much joy." Um, but here's the, what I have for you the next season. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's this, uh, really sweet thing, uh, to know that, uh, the Lord is pleased with us. You know, it's one, one of the first times that we see the Lord speaking, uh, to you, this is my beloved son, right? Whom I'm well pleased. Yeah. And man, that's just powerful. You know, that, yes. uh, uh, from any father to the son, to mm-hmm. a son to hear that. But during that, um, we had a, uh, a real quick, um, Saturday morning Shabbat. There was a, a few people here, and uh, just really out of that, uh, I felt Braden uh, shared a scripture in John, which we're going to get to, and um, I began to just be uh, compelled to 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 focus in on and ask the question: What does it mean uh, to follow Him? When He mm-hmm. said, "Follow Me," and so I just want to uh, start here uh, when Yeshua begins His ministry. Um, we know that John says, "Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world." Right, mm-hmm. and um, the, the two disciples, uh, two, it says two, two of his disciples. We don't know. Uh, we know that one of them was Andrew. We don't know who the other one was. Um, he comes up. They come up, and uh, they start following him. Just, he didn't ask. You know, they're following him. And uh, he says, what do you seek? And uh, I said, where are you staying? You know, like, I don't, we, we don't know really what we seek. <laughs> you know, we don't know. Right. Um, John said this or whatever. Um, but as we're looking through, we see a couple places where Yeshua does um, – make this uh, presentation. He says, come. And we have this here in uh, Matthew chapter uh, 4. And when he's walking by the Sea of Galilee, this is verse 18, and he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And then he said to me, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Right now we've heard that, right? And, but I think the next verse is what is so compelling. It says they immediately left their nets and followed him. <laughs> I just, you know, I was likening it to myself. You know, here I am in the middle of, you know, wiring a house. I'm an electrician, and I'm I'm in the middle of it. I've got tools strewn all over the place. You know, my truck's outside, 
and I've got plans to be at dinner with my wife that evening, and I've got my whole life planned out, and this random guy <laughs> walks to the outside, and he says to me, follow me, and I will make you a, a fisher of men. I mean, I, I couldn't come up with the, the proper, you know, what that would mean for me as an electrician, but I, follow me. And I help I, you rewire people's brains. Right, I'm going to help you rewire people's <laughs> brains. <laughs> Potentially. Right. Um, and, but I just left, every, I would just leave everything. That is such a compelling thought that there was something. And we know um, that a large part, part of this is that they were looking for a Messiah at this time, right? The Roman oppression was, was strong. Mm-hmm. They had promises that the son of David would come, you know, and he would rule and reign out of Zion, right? We have prophet, prophetic verses like this. So they were looking, right? And I, and I wonder sometimes, um, how much are we looking for a deliverer? Are we, are we, mm-hmm. um, are we looking for that deliverance? You know, the scripture says, and, and we went to, and did a speaking uh, tour a little while ago, talking about um, blessed, you know, he who's looking for his appearing, he will appear a second time, right? Those that are looking, called be ready. You know, I think is what right. that, that whole idea. And um, so he says, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. And so again, um, just want to read the next uh, verse. We know the time that when he uh, visits, I think it's Philip. Uh, he says, Philip, follow me. And then Philip goes and tells Nathaniel, uh, hey, we found, we found the one. And you're, and he's, you're like, what did, what, what did you shoot? What was Jesus saying <laughs> that, may, that they were so enraptured or so sure? You know, they immediately, uh, we got another uh, reference here. You want to read that in Luke Yes, we got Luke five twenty seven. After these things, he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi, also known as Matthew. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, follow me. So he left all, rose up, and followed him. Really, just left it. <laughs> just left it's it like it, maybe he didn't he'd even put his resume into the Romans. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right. like he just left it. Yeah. Maybe I'm, he was like, I'm done with this headache anyway. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, who knows? You know, if that there was, it's, it's hard to know. But the, um, the question that I keep wrestling with is uh, we have this verse here um, in uh, the cost. The, the heading in my Bible says the cost of discipleship. Mm. And, it, and it's something, you know, that Yeshua was not um, building churches. Right. He was, he was calling disciples. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a, uh, somebody was uh, just pointing out the difference. You know, he's not, he doesn't have a building. You know, it, it says here in this verse in Matthew 8, 18, um, and when Yeshua saw great multitudes about him, he gave a command to depart to the other side. And a certain scribe came and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Yeshua said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And then another of his disciples said to him, Lord, let, the fir- let me first go and bury my father. But Yeshua said to him, Follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. That's harsh. You know, it's, it's such a harsh uh, call to, but. It's it's the it's the true call. I feel like you know it's um it's has a, a there's a a weight to it and I, and I, I over Shabbat as I was sharing this I, I wanted to point out that we cannot um, diminish the call so that we gather in more if it causes more people to fall away in the after. You know, we can't you know, water down the message. We can't water down the message. The cost, you know, the cost of discipleship, it's something that we must hold a stand, you know, hold Yeshua's standard, right? High. Right. We can't um, bring it in our effort because we, we, we try to, because uh, out of a sincere place, I think, we want a lot of people to come into the kingdom. You know, that's our heart. Right. But, but Yeshua was turned so many away. 
Uh, we know that there was those that many that left him and followed him after he gave his teaching uh, about the uh, his bread you know, body, his flesh being the bread, right, and his blood being the wine. They're like, how can we eat your flesh? And he's like, you know, for those who can receive it, are going to receive it. And they're like, we don't understand. This is a hard saying. And it says, from that moment on, many left and then didn't follow him anymore. Right. And um, going on in that story, we know that uh, Yeshua looks at his other disciples and he says, "Will you also leave me?" And Peter's response is uh, says. Lord, where else can we go? For you alone have the words of life. That I just cannot, that verse has strengthened me so many times in, in times of despair or when I didn't understand uh, where I was at in my life and how that could be God's will. I, I was compelled knowing that I, there was nowhere else I could go. Right. There is no other God. There is no other uh, source of life. There is no other source of peace. I've, I've tasted and I've seen and he's good. Right. And so we keep coming back, right? And we keep coming even though... Um, we have that, that story there, and I think it's Mark 8. And when then, or not, not very long after that, Yeshua starts telling him that he's going to be, uh, so I'm trying to get this story correct, but I think he says, who do you think that I am? You know, or what, who do men say who that do I you am? Say, yeah. right? who, men, who do men say that I am? And yeah. they said, some say you're Elijah, some say you're the prophet. And then uh, Yeshua said, so who do you think that I am? Who do you and say You that are I am? the Christ. <laughs> The son of the living God, right? Peter's like, man, yeah, I, Lord, I got it, you know? And, and then right after that, Yeshua says, starts telling about how he will be crucified and uh, by the Romans scourged. And Peter, like, pulls him to the side. You know, he's like, Yeshua, you know, that's not really how it works, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> let me help. You know, he's trying to, like, he's rebuking Yeshua. Right. Because of uh, something that he didn't understand when he had just a minute ago said, Lord, you know, you, you, you alone have the words of life. He's rebuking the son of God. Right, <laughs> and Yeshua says, "Get behind me, Satan! You don't you're you're mindful of the things of men, not of the things of God." And so I say all of that to say that the cost is great, or it can be, and it, or it is great, but that we cannot diminish uh, the cost, like the pearl of great price. We have these verses: um, the dead bury their dead. You know, it's a good thing to bury your father to show reverence to your earthly father. That's right. a good thing. But in this time in history. Um, there would have been nothing more important for these men than to leave everything they had and to follow him. Because from them, the truth went out into the whole world. And so I think that the the cost of discipleship is that we should be um, more interested or more focused. We should focus in on discipleship and mm. uh, discipling others and uh, and not necessarily a buildings or, or building a church, um, but uh, building that relationship and encouraging that relationship um, with the Lord and that cost. So that's good. Yeah. We got, uh, follow me, follow me. And, um, God, again, over here, I wanted to read this story that we all are pretty familiar with, um, about the, uh, with my verse, my Bible calls the rich young ruler. I think some people have, uh, other things there, but I just wanted to read this. Um, behold, one came and said to him, this is out of uh, Matthew chapter 19, uh, verse 16. Now behold, one came and said to him, good teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And, and so right off we see that this is a, a spiritual person. He's a spiritual, um, spiritually minded. He's wanting to inherit uh, eternal life, you know. He's respectful, good teacher, and he knows that uh, he's looking for the, the one thing, like uh, what good thing shall I do? And uh, Yeshua says to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. And uh, and it's it kind of 
gets his curiosity going. He's like, well, which well, which ones? You know, he grew up <laughs> as a young Jewish boy. There's lots of commandments, 613, you know, according to their account. And uh, so which ones? And, you know, Yeshua could have just said, you know, all of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, just keep them all. Um, but uh, he's very specific. He says, you know, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And so he, the, all of those except the last one are from the Ten Commandments, the list there. And then the last one, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, is uh, pulled out of Deuteronomy um, or the, that there. And so the young man says to him, all these things I've kept from my youth, what still do I lack? That, that's an interesting statement. And that's an interesting statement to be made. You know, um, I, I'm not sure of many, um, even I'm, I'm pretty familiar with a lot of Jewish people. Uh, religious Jewish people, and, and I and I wonder how many of them would say, uh, you know, I've kept all of these things since my youth, and I think there's an understanding uh, there that even in the Judaism that they can't keep it perfectly, but there's a, a repentance and in all of these things. But Yeshua's response, um, I think in one uh, one of the Gospels it says, and Yeshua looking on him loved him. Mm-hmm. So like Yeshua had a love for this. Um, who I think I've heard lots of teachers to go over and be like, this guy was young, he was rich, he was smart, and he would have been the perfect convert. Like, I mean, people would have been right. crawling over him, you know, to, to be the one, you know, to say the sinner's prayer with him. And Yeshua has the ability to to speak. So he, he says he's been keeping the commandments. I mean, he's an, a stand-up guy, you know. Yeshua says, if you want to be perfect, go. Sell what you have and give it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. Mm. Come, follow me. But when the young man heard the saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. And that's the the cost. It's it's not that everyone has to pay um, that cost of leaving your family and leaving. You know that we know um, missionaries that have done that. You know, um, some uh, out of the United States have left uh, an easier life and education and are ministering to orphans over in Africa. You know, they left their families and they, they, they did that. Right. Um, but the, the response here is, is very interesting. It's just as if you want to be perfect, mm. if you want to be perfect, you know, it, it no longer is about it. Is it about inheriting eternal life? Uh, it's about being perfect. Mm. Right. And we, it is, what is our desire is our desire to kind of just, slide in through the gates, you know, and just barely make it, or are we desiring to be perfect before the Lord? Um, because there, there is this um, interesting, the parable about the the denarii for a day's work, you know, and I was bringing that into this about how the Lord, he's going out, right? We, we know that it's the Lord, you know, it's a parable about a man who goes out and he hires people to work in his vineyard, and, and some come early in the morning, and then there's still people standing in the afternoons, and he hires them all, and he pays them all the same, right? We're familiar with the with this. So that payment, um, as we were, somebody actually was sharing with me, it was really neat, a really amazing thought. The payment was the same because salvation, it's salvation. It's one denarii. Mm. No matter if you labored, you know, from your youth, no matter if you labored for a couple hours on your deathbed, you get the denarii, right? You made it, you, you're going to be in the heavens, right? But what this, and I've always really been, uh, um, struggled with this concept right that you know we're all going to get the same thing <laughs> you know those of us that labor and those of us that come uh later in life you know 
the Lord pays the same. You know, I, I'm a much of a, you get paid for what you do kind of person. I'm a very American in that way. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so I still struggle with that, confessing my struggles here. But um, somebody was sharing with me over this uh, last weekend. He said, no, you're, you're missing the point because the, the real reward is not the denarii. The real reward was laboring in the field with the master. Mm. And I was like, oh, man, that is so good. I want to be a laboring in the, uh, in the field with the master. And so um, we're, we're super blessed to have this time, and we're super grateful for uh, everyone that came. And we're going to kind of unpack this some more and what that looks like um, practically, you know, to follow him and kind of unpack this a little bit more. But we want to encourage you and, and put these verses to you that you would follow him. And when he, when he calls you, don't hesitate, but follow him. And it's going to be such a blessing. Yes. Good to be with you all. Hope you're encouraged out there that wherever Yeshua calls you, I think that's my big takeaway from the weekend this past weekend too, is would I be willing? This is the voice of my beloved podcast where we believe that following and hearing the voice of the bridegroom king leads to the most abundant and joy-filled life. Be blessed.